it was another great night of in-ring competition for NXT UK as in the main event, Jordan Devlin defended his Cruiserweight Championship against the grandfather of NXT UK, NXT UK, Trent Seven. Ben Carter makes his re-debut as Nathan Fraser. Mako Satamura makes her first match back to face Danny Luna since her defeat to Kaylee Ray. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Tea and Tights, a great British wrestling podcast for great British wrestling as featured on Bodyslam.net. And this is the NXT UK Review. I am your host, Mr. Andrew Moore, the great British attacker, Andy Tomos, and I am joined, as always, by the heart and soul of my show. He is the pro wrestling t-shirt champion of the world, Big Daddy. Dan, Mr. Daniel Allen, how you doing? I am good. I had a great NXT show to watch. I've had a good week, good food, good company, and I cannot wait to discuss with you the great grandfather of NXT wrestling. (laughs) Indeed, plus the major announcement for WrestleMania week. Yes, yes, I believe I'm able to get a haircut that week. Uh, I thought it was oh. the week before we could get haircuts. Oh, is it the other announcement? Possibly. We'll have to check announcements. <laughs> anyway, the show kicked off with power and athleticism versus speed and agility as Nathan Fraser, formerly Ben Carter, took on Ashton Smith who has always been Ashton Smith. <laughs> he seems to know his own name, which is always a bonus. It is. I, 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 the name change still gets me, you know, fair play. It's you know, stupid. what going to do. Uh, if he wants to be... I don't think he wants to be Nathan Fraser. I think he wants to be Ashton Smith. He just doesn't want WWE to own the rights to it. You mean Ben Carter? Yeah, that one as well. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I I fully agree. I think this is all down to NXT UK and uh, WWE and their machine. I think it would have made much more sense if they had... Uh, done it after the Jordan Devlin defeat. That way you can actually scratch his 1-0 record, have him unbeaten, he's had two wins. Uh, I think that what could be quite interesting from this is during the course of the match and after the match, he started showing quite heelish tendencies. I was going to say the same thing. I was about to ask you about this. He he had a bit more attitude in the uh, video promo. Uh, he obviously has the darker trunks. I felt he was more aggressive than he had been previously. He was definitely. He was pulling more heelish faces. Yeah, they even piped in some booze in the uh, mm, the crowd noise. As he's at the point where he's stomping a mud hole uh, in Ashton Smith in the corner. And you can just hear some gentle boos in the piped-in crowd, as if to say, this man is heel now. 
I did ask him this openly on a, on a post he met, made because he said, you know, new name, same attitude. And I turned around to and said, I don't know. I thought you were acting a bit heelish during the match, but he, he never got back to me. Oh, how rude. How rude, indeed. <laughs> I did like um, Ashton Smith coming out to his old solo music and wearing his singles outfit as opposed to his tag team colours. So I, I did enjoy that. I, I still don't like the singlet on him. I don't know why. It it just it doesn't it just doesn't work. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I hate to pick on somebody's choice of attire, <laughs> but I don't know why. But the, 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 it's, it's like Andy. Just because you look fantastic in a pair of speedos doesn't mean that everybody does. I look amazing in a pair of speedos. <laughs> Get the mind bleach. Um, right. A couple of different moves that I really enjoyed. Um, one that was when Smith sidestepped Fraser running towards him. Fraser went into the corners, into the turnbuckles, and then Smith punished him with his clothesline as he bounced out of it. I liked that. That's a good move. I got that here. Yeah. Drilling Fraser with a clubbing clothesline that almost took his head off. It was beautiful. It was a good move. Um, but Fraser in this, as well as his sort of like heelish um, persona, seems to be trying to take on the persona of Rob Van Dam. Well, I mean, he he was doing the coast-to-coast coast anyway, and I'm sure he's probably an RVD fan, although uh, his frog splash is a bit more Eddie Guerrero than Rob Van Dam. I didn't actually rate his frog splash as much as um, some of the others we've seen recently. However, wow, he is fast. He is quick. He's talented. He's got moves for days. He is going to go on and become the next big thing. I can see him becoming the Cruiserweight champion very, very soon. Yeah, and we'll, we'll obviously we'll have lots to talk about with the Cruiserweight champion coming up shortly as when we get to the main event. Uh, there's a couple of other things here again for Ashton Smith that really stood out for me is the when he rolled through on the springboard crossbody, mm-hmm. deadlifted Fraser and hit the brain buster. Fantastic, great show of strength and power. And then there was that devastating blue thunderbomb as well. Blue thunderbomb always looks vicious as hell. Mm. Really does. But. When are they going to pull a trigger on Ashton Smith? Some of us have been wanting it for quite a while. He's he's ready. I mean, maybe, maybe after Walter's next title defense, he will go after the winner of that match. Mm, quite possibly. Either way, uh, <coughs> Fraser showed off the innovative off. Offense hitting that moonsault into an elbow assisted reverse CDT, frog splash, one, two, three. And then he sat down in the middle of the ring at the end. Yeah, as you do. Hmm. I'm tired, uh, I'll have a little sit down. For me, I'm uh, three and a half sugars easy. Great match. I will say three and a half as well. We agree. It's going to be the first in a while. We seem to always be a half sugar off with each other. I I think you've nailed it with that one. No. Uh, Next up, Ilya Dvaganov 
and his uh, he had requested to camera crew so he could discuss and apologize his recent actions. Uh, he's interrupted by Sam Bradwell. Uh, yay! Yay! It gives it all in the mouth, tells him that he can beat him on a custody on a pole match. Custody, yeah, custody stiff got on a pole. Brilliant. Uh, was it rubles in a bank match? Yep. Uh, single match, tag match, no DQ match, and that's when Ilya says, okay, no DQ match, let's do it. And this, I think it's the first time ever, ever in the history of NXT UK, Sam Gravel was speechless. It was very well done. There was it, no yogurt at the end of that. It, there was not. There was not. Not even a little corner one. Um, I think it was a really well done section. You know how much I love Sam Gradwell. Um, I'm in the Sam Gradwell at the moment. I mean, it's not just him that's inspired my mohawk, but a little bit. Um, yeah, I've got to say, it was really well done. Can't wait for the match. Mm. Edie Dragunov, hardcore. Sam Gradwell, hardcore. How's it not going to be good? Yes. Uh, so it was another promo video for Isla Dawn, continuing her use of the dark magics. Um, I was watching this video and I kept having flashbacks to one of my favourite horror films from the um, late 1990s, Ginger Snaps. Never you heard of that it. One? Brilliant, brilliant horror film. Do recommend it. It's um, doing a comparison between girls going through puberty and becoming werewolves. Okay, then. It's good, trust me. Um, but in this, some of the imagery, as well as Isla Dawn looking quite like the main character, um, yeah, it looked good. Yeah, she was looking awfully devilish. Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where it goes. Uh, as they heel turn, probably needed. Well, definitely. You're definitely and needed, yeah, let's face it. Your plan with her and pretty useless, maybe there could be more coming to that, as we will see after the Danny Luna Mako Setamora Are you talking about the greatest team in NXT UK right now? No, I'm talking about Pretty Deadly. <laughs> Pretty deadly, fantastic team, great team. And yes, I would love just a little bit of a change in their whole look, aesthetics. Uh, she is dating one of them. I don't I, I don't know which one it is. I'm not, They're fairly uh, interchangeable. I, I don't do gossip. We don't, we, that's not what we're about. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to... Yeah, something, a nice dark gothic, maybe similar to the broodish, but not broodish. Oh, something else with the brood will come up a little bit later on as well. Ooh. Yes. Now, the Johnny Saint video that followed this, mm -hmm. were I the only person that thought he sounded very much like the old host of um, Bullseye? <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 and yes more. <laughs> I was just listening to it, and it was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, I'm not going to be able to understand that now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he just tells us that Noam Dar's been, you know, bugging him all the time, every day, trying to get a shot at a kid and the NXT UK Heritage Cup Championship now. And Johnny said, said no. You have to earn your shot against Tyler Bate in a Heritage Rules match in three weeks' time at NXT UK Freelude. <laughs> WrestleMania weekend. Who decide the number one competitor for A Kids NXT UK Heritage Championship? What a match announcement. Fantastic match announcement. And of course, under Heritage Cup rules. Indeed, I do love a Heritage Cup match. I do love Heritage Rules. I love rules in wrestling. <laughs> rules are made to be broken. As, by the look of Miko Satomura, are limbs. Yes. Uh, next up was Danny Luna versus Mako Satomura. Uh, you know, there is an old saying out there that the experience of age should fear the strength of the youth. Yeah, um, there's also was... an old saying um, that if I kick you really hard in the back of the head, you're not going to get up. Yeah, usually doesn't work. <laughs> usually works that way. Because <laughs> uh, Danny Luna showed just how strong, you know, she's got fantastic raw power. Mm. Uh, she's an athlete. She's a, she's a machine. But she's also, not Mako Satamura. No, she is not. Um, but also during this match, I think this was Danny Luna's best match that she's had so far on NXT television. I think that this really showed her not just relying on the power game, but being able to tell a story in the ring. And um, I definitely think she did really, really well in this match. Um, Satamora, halfway through the match, when she had the test of strength with Danny Luna, which obviously she was going to lose. Um, but when she turned that into that judo throw, brilliant, really yes. good move. That's, that's the experience of age. Yes. Knowing that you don't always have to play to the strength. And she, yeah, she used the strength against her and it was, yeah, just beautiful. Brilliant. Mm. Brilliant. Just the storytelling, as you say. Uh, Luna would hit big moves, suplex him, Mako from the ring apron back into the ring while she was stood on the bottom rope. Very impressive. I think Satamora. Like I said when I saw her first match, I wasn't impressed with the first match, but I was fairly sure that was because it was her first WWE-style match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, after the amazing match she had with Kaylee Ray and this one, Satamora is fast becoming my favourite female wrestler. She's just, she's just incredible. Uh, she mm. really, really is. And that match with Kaylee Ray was better than any other women's match that had taken place this year. Hold on a minute. Yes. See? I think, <laughs> yes. Um, Scorpio I'm just putting it out there to everyone it. going on about that match that took place this weekend. All right, it was not as good as the Saturday versus Daily Ray back then. <laughs> it is just because you haven't watched the Mako Saturday versus Daily Ray match. Go watch it. <laughs> right, back to back to where we were. Sorry, Ginny and Joseph Connors. Wait. Ooh, ooh. Oh, what, sorry. What, no, what? no, no. I missed out something that I said about earlier. Ah, Daniel. 
Um, Satomura won this with the Scorpio Rising Axe Kick, which is always brilliant to watch. Afterwards, she shakes hands with Danny Luna, um, mm. shows her respect, and Danny is then shown backstage. Yeah, a little bit later on, I actually forgot to mention this in my bits, where she's seen with Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster. Oh, and, yeah. Well, a bit of a Welsh connection there, of course. And one thing that, one word that really stuck out in my mind during that was the word progress. Go on. I, I, it was, uh, I can't remember the exact quote, but it's just, you know, this shows the progress. And then, of course, progress next show this weekend. I mean, this this weekend coming, the return of progress recently. Could we be seeing, uh, I could definitely see Luna uh, work in progress shows again. Great to get more re-experience when you can, whenever you can. Mm -hmm. uh, Of course, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster have had that huge connection with progress. Yes. I actually think it's more a case of putting together groups in NXT UK. You've said about Isle of Dawn. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, teaming up with someone. Um, you've got Ginny and Joseph Connors. They just need to add one more member. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see this actually just becoming a, a, a group of people. Yeah, I can see that too. See, but we go on to Ginny. Uh, well, we should actually break it as well, shouldn't we? I'd, uh, yes. Free sugar's easy. Uh, not quite zone of three and a half because I feel, feel it was a bit too short. Damn. We're going to agree twice. <laughs> I also give this three. Wow, we're just on sync tonight. We are. Uh, Ginny and Joseph Connors delivered a promo about uh, Piper and Jack Stars. Apparently, they cheated in the match because, you know, uh, Piper never delivered the Piper driver to Joseph Connors, which is, you know, illegal, you know, technically. And she also dropped stars onto him. Yeah, just it's flagrant rule breaking. Right in front of the referee as well. Heelish behaviour. Terrible. Uh, And basically, Joseph Connors says, I'm going to punish you for this. So we've got Connors versus stars coming soon. Indeed. But you see, we mentioned again, we're going to bring up Pretty Deadly, the greatest tag team in NAC UK currently. No, no, don't like them. They beat up our man Stephen. Although, rumour has it, we may be seeing him return soon. I've seen him. I think he's lurking around like Sting. He's in the rafters. I I catch glimpses of him. scared of heights. I keep catching glimpses of him and in the in the chrome makeup and everything, I know he's, he's just he's watching over us. <laughs> uh, but yes, pretty deadly. Again, I could see them as part of a unit with Jenny and Joseph Connors. Uh, maybe push on the whole bit of the yeah boy Essex boy type role, and Joseph Connors, of course, being the big hitter. Well, and then put Piper with Gallus. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, no, we want Gallus to just go away now. Yes. Okay, let's focus on someone we definitely don't want to go away. 
No. Walter. God, I love his entrance music every time I hear it. Yes. Although I felt a little bit sad. I know it wasn't his ring wear. Mm. He was just wearing black jeans and a black um, golf top. Um, but he could have worn the big black coat. He could have, indeed, yes. But, you know, it's NXT UK, so he's got to look like he's about to go from round to golf. Yeah. Uh, so he basically comes down to address his reign as champion, says I defeat the strong style Joe Coffey, Mastiff, and all others, and then tells Johnny saying that he needs to search the globe to find a suitable challenger. I have of dominated course. everyone. Yeah, of yeah. course, as we expected, Rampage Brown made his way down to the ring, telling Walter that Johnny Saint wouldn't have to look very far and that he's ready to ready anytime Walter wants a real challenge. And then he pushes Walter onto his ass. Pushed him straight on his ass. Nobody's ever done that to Walter before. Nobody. <laughs> they have. Yeah. Just, just stop it. You know, I, I still love Nigel McGuinness as a uh, commentator. But. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Big old but right now. Rikishi sized. Rikishi sized but right now. I'm beginning to get a bit frustrated with them molding him into a WWE style commentator. He is the British Michael Cole. Well, he's not quite the British Mo- Michael Cole, more like the British Byron. Se- no, not se- what's the other one? Uh, Corey Graves or someone like that. I like he's, he's not a play by play guy. Uh, the other guy's the Michael Cole clone. The uh, you know, the guy, Michael, Michael Mark Cole clone. Shepard. Michael Cole clone. <laughs> Mark Shepard. Michael Cole clone. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you are being more dickish than Zion Brookside was to Nina uh, Samuels during the next bit. Yeah, I know. I thought I thought this was. I was like, Zaya, you're kind of being a bitch right now. Damn it! That's what. Does wait? Does that count? Uh, it does because it's a misogynistic term. So, yeah, I yes, was, I was, I, I was about to say misogynistic. So I, I'm, I'm going to get jumped on by a load of people. Uh, she was an ass. Yes. Is is, is that okay? I mean, yes. that's, that, that's Her behaviour was dickish. Of that of an ass. So it was exactly what we would want from a heel. However. She's not meant to be the heel in this scenario, but it does show that Nina is getting over big time with everybody. Yeah, because I feel really sorry for Nina Samuels right now. Yeah. I'm like, I hope she gets to beat Zia Brookside up at the end of it. Yeah, it's, it's very, very clever how they've turned it on its head. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, it's... But as you well, I mean, if it's if it's their aim for me to care less about Zia Brookside, they have been doing their job right recently. Now, anyway. I I mentioned earlier that there was going to be another mention of the Brood. Ooh, and the other mention of the Brood is in this next segment because Amir Jordan is talking to Kenny Williams, and Amir Jordan is wearing. A Gangrel t-shirt. 
Oh my god, he is. Yeah, he's got a Vampire Warrior t-shirt on. Ah, you mark a mirror. <laughs> well, what am I? I am the t-shirt pro wrestling t-shirt champion of the world. So I will spot a very cool and unusual t-shirt as and when. And that was a very cool t-shirt that I was not expecting to see Amir Jordan wearing. No, not really. Uh... But let's stop talking all about their attire and talk about the fact that they have a title shot. Apparently so. So how long do you think uh, before Kenny Williams just walks out on him? Um... If he makes it to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they'll get in the ring. Kenny Williams will start. Mia Jordan will tag himself in. And, uh, Kenny Williams will watch him get beat up for a while. And when Amir Jordan reaches out for that tag, because they can make their comeback, because Amir Jordan's found the space, and now, now he can tag out to Kenny, and he leaves him. Hanging with a middle finger. Yep. Good old yep. Kenny Williams. Yeah, and then we get Evil Kenny, which will be cool. Evil Kenny. Kenny. Um, so I then looked at the timer countdown on my NXT, mm-hmm. and I saw that we had 25 minutes left. And this made me very happy. And then we had 10 minutes of walking to the brink. <laughs> uh, well, next week, Sam Gradwell will face Ilya Dragunov in that no DQ match, and at three weeks' time at NXT UK Preload. Following their interaction in the ring, Rampage Brown will face Walter for the NXT UK Championship in three weeks' time. And we will be live streaming our reactions to that event. Not only in an audible form, but... We are aiming to have this as the first-ish Tears YouTube event. Now, we have appeared on somebody else's YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and we thank you, UKPW, for having us in your tag team tournament. The highest scoring losers. We love um, you guys. We do indeed. Um, but yes, we are aiming to have our own YouTube appearance. We are going to be doing a watch-along. Mm-hmm. We have confirmed that I will be there. We have confirmed that the great Rishitaku and Imor will be there. And we are hoping we may have a very, very that, special guest. That if he comes down from those rafters, I can hear him. He's scrambling around up there somewhere. We may even have a fourth member attending. Ooh. Uh, there is somebody that has appeared on a couple of our earlier shows who gives a, a very different opinion to us, a slightly more feminine opinion. The founder of our name. Indeed. I believe that we may be lucky enough to have Mrs. Amy Allen attending for this as well. Wow. It should be a giggle. It should be a good laugh. I'm really looking forward to it. And as you say, the debut of the NX, well, sorry, the T and Tights YouTube. YouTube channel. It actually exists already. We it just does. haven't posted anything. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I need a haircut. Um, we were originally going to wait and hold off 
until the hairdressers were going to be back open and we could get a haircut. You should just get one like me. Look all nice and neat. But I have a feeling I'm going to turn up looking like Trent Seven. Or you could just, you know, wear a hat. <laughs> I possibly could just wear a hat. But yes, my hair is just getting ridiculously long. Yeah, mine's completely out of control at the moment. <laughs> anyway, on to the main event of the evening. It was the NXT UK Cruiserweight Championship match. It was. It was the NXT Kickout Championship match. How many kickouts can we fit in one match? Well, you've got to have the full it's finishers. Got to have the full finishers. Yeah. There was uh, a lot of There was, but this was a damn good match. Yes, it told a story all the way through. Trent looked absolutely fantastic. Jordan Devlin, who we are not going to forget, is a dick, and we look forward to seeing him leave. Bye. Yep. Um, Bye. Looked a very accomplished wrestler during this match, and it was a very, very strong match, and I will let you do the better description of it. Yes, I would like to say that Jordan Devlin is a very accomplished wrestler. He's a fantastic wrestler, in fact. But he was accused during the speaking out at uh, movement for sexual assault uh, against his ex-partner, Hannah Francesca. And that we should always remember that. And he should always remember that because he basically is getting away with not quite murder, but basically. And I look forward to him going off to the land of the US of A and not coming back. The blinkered WWE. So, yes. Yeah, we, back to it, anyway. We pointed out the flaws, but let's chat about the match. Champion versus Challenger. Trent Seven looked in better ring shape than he has ever looked in, I'm guessing, maybe at least half of his career. Yep, I'd agree with that. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he was probably nice and trim and slim when he was young. Just because you're not trim <laughs> doesn't mean you're not strong. No, he's, he's there's nothing wrong with the strength of the boy. I have the arms of a gorilla, but the belly of an orangutan. <laughs> I have I'm just a skinny lad. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> If uh, Trent Seven clotheslined me with a seven-star lariat, he would break me in half. I'm not doubting that, and I'm not doubting that if he hit me with a seven-star lariat, he would completely rip my sternum in two. Mm. Um, but I would not put myself in that position because he's a big old lump, and I am quite terrified of professional wrestlers. Indeed. He was a trim 204 pounds, the champion weighed in at about 195 pounds, if I'm right. But, uh, yeah, as we say, uh, Devlin did win this match. He'll be going off to the land of the USA to defend to do a unification cruiserweight championship match against Santos Escobar. Escobar. Uh, and, yeah, basically, Seven was fantastic throughout. Really, really good. Uh, he would he lit up Devlin with chops. Uh, beautiful snapdragon suplex on the outside and from the top rope. They were just great matches everywhere. Um, Trent 
still managed to show his power moves. Um, Devlin showed a good variety of moves. Um, his 450 splash was very good. Hmm. Yeah, uh, look, I'm, not, I'm never going to take away from Devlin of how good he is. I just hope he counts his blessings really, really hard and does better in his life for the rest of his life. Just do better. Yep. So, given the finish of this match, Andy? Uh, well, as you say, the seven-star lariat didn't quite do it. The avalanche dragon suplex, that didn't quite do it. A burning hammer, that didn't quite do it because Devlin managed to get his foot underneath the rope. Uh, as Devlin got desperate, he stuck his thumb in his eye, in Trent's eye, and then hit that backdrop driver, followed up with a 450 splash to the back, and won the match by pinfall. And if I'm going to rate it on just match only, I will give it four sugars. Wow. That is a high score. This is where we now have our first differ. I am going lower. Um, for a couple of reasons. Um, the first reason being that I feel there were too many false finishes. And towards the end, that took away from it a little bit for me. Mm. Um, Devlin kicked out of every power move that Trent has put people away with. So it was a brilliant match, yeah. Mm. But for me, it was only a three-sugar match. It wasn't something that blew me away like at the beginning. Yeah, this this wasn't about this was about seven putting Tyler Bate over before uh he float float goes and flies the coop to the USA. That was what this match was about. Uh, and uh, And Jordan Devlin. Not Tyler Bate. Oh sorry, yeah. Sorry, Jordan Devlin, not Tyler yeah. Him. Uh yeah, it was like look, it was it was a great match. Uh I think we always knew what the outcome was going to be. Yep. And as you say, the whole thing was to put Jordan Dolan over so he can go off and become the great wrestler that he has all the potential in the world to be. I just hope he becomes a better person while doing it. Indeed. And on that note, what what is your overall score for NXT UK this week? It's, it's got to be three and a half, hasn't it, really? Yes. Yes, it does. There we go. See, we fully agree. There was so much going on. Loads of, you know, little sprinklings of here and there, storylines to come. Uh, Frasier's turn to the dark side. Celebrating the fact that Devlin's going off to America. <laughs> Looking forward to Noam Dahl versus Tyler Bate in a heritage match in three weeks' time. Plus Rampage Brown versus Walter in three weeks' time. But you know the problem with that being is Walter's beating Rampage. <clears throat> oh, do you think so? Yeah. I, I, I mean, you could, you could look at it two ways. He's... Most likely going to be fight facing Finn over WrestleMania weekend. Right. So the question being here, 
does he go do it with the NXT UK title or without? What makes him look stronger? Hmm. You can't have him being beat by Rampage on the exact same week that we're supposed to believe that he is a threat to Finn Balor's title. Not because, but Finn Balor and Rampage are obviously two completely different beasts. Because uh, uh, Walter could snap uh, Finn Balor's chest with a shot with one shot. <laughs> He's not going to be able to do that to Rampage because Rampage is thick. He's got thick skin, and his <laughs> rib cage is well protected. Uh, but it, yes, he's. Is it a unification match or is I, it a non-title I, I, I match? I don't think it's going to be a unification match. I think it will be, I am Walter, I am Imperium, I am the NXT UK champion, I am the NXT champion. You are choppy choppy meat. I am just a champion, I am Walter. Okay, well I'm excited for it. I'm still excited for it, no doubt, no doubt. But, uh, but as you say, it could go either way. It could be the fact that it's a title offers him to send him over to the state. I just mm-hmm. don't see him doing it the same week that they're... I, well, it's not for certain he's going to fight Finn Balor at WrestleMania weekend at Stand and Deliver or WrestleMania. But it's got to be the match, hasn't it? I think you're probably right. I can't think of any bigger match than having the UK champion versus the NXT champion. And let's just remind everybody that they are European or stars. And, you know. They are indeed. Almost British. <laughs> British-ish. British-ish. Because, you know, that's what, that's what the ish is for in British. All right? So we can uh, do what we do. <laughs> so Ooh. I've got a question. Can I just jump off NXT for one moment? Go for it. Um, I'd like to say thank you very much to our guests from earlier this week. I was going to just about shout out our guests, but I will let you do that instead. The notorious angel Amber Joe and her tag team partner, the devious one, Curtis Elliot. Elliot. Thank you so much for coming on and being interviewed by us. For those of you that may have missed it, Amber Joe is a fantastic um, wrestler. Um, she is transitioning and she is the first British um, trans woman wrestling for Red Pro. And she is going to become very, very, very big on the UK scene. And she was hinting at something special coming up in her future that may be something national television-wise. So let's see what happens. She is the first openly transgendered web, uh, women's wrestler in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, she, she's training over at the Rev Pro uh, Portsmouth Academy uh, under the tutelage of the great Joel Redman, uh, working alongside guys like Kenneth Halfpenny, uh, Curtis Chapman, and, you know, she tells us, uh, uh, well, both of them, sorry, both uh, Amber Joe and uh, Curtis Elliott told us some uh, great stories about the guys. They seem to, you know, be 
really happy with the way things are going for them. And uh, yeah, we really, really do wish them the best in their career. Uh, go check out that interview. Uh, just, just an amazing chap. Curtis Chapman, Andy. Curtis Chapman. Who is Curtis Chapman? Well, I believe he went insane. Do you think he went mad? I believe he went mad. Oh. I'm under this impression that he went mad and that he recently went out onto uh, Twitter and said, <clears throat> why do a deathmatch wrestling when just treating I can't wrestle is easier? Oh, good old Curse Chapman. Got him with a singer there. Oof. I love it. Oof. <laughs> good old Curse. I didn't say it. Curse Chapman said uh, Mad Curse said it. it. Wasn't me. I may have liked the tweet, but <laughs> um so today we had the um back for the attack. Um the NWA pay-per-view was today yes um, we did we shall discuss that when we do our next show which will be the Britress roundup so we look forward to speaking to you all very very soon thank you for tuning in and listening is there anything else that you want to say andy they really need to check out all our other interviews with gary ward adam muscles manfield alex dal jones gilbert owner and promoter of ukpw i say co-owner and uh promoter of ukpw should definitely check out their quizzes and you should definitely definitely be in anticipation with the guests that we have lined up coming soon we have podcast near you we have coming soon no names yet no names yet don't worry i'm not going to do that i'm just going to say former nxt Champions. Ooh, he is, yes. Or well, you gave away that it was a he. I think we're just going to have to leave it there. Before anyone says anything else. So, yes. ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Tea at Tights. And remember... Don't be the trolls. <laughs>